0: Welcome to the Live Explorer podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit like and subscribe. Welcome, everyone. I'm Sean Payne, co-host of the Build Better podcast, brought to you by Live Explorer. Uh, today, I have with me my co-host. I'm Isaiah Chass. And also, we have a, another really cool episode with uh, Marcella Piedra, uh, Rohnert Park City Manager. Did I get that right? You sure did. Awesome. Okay, great. Uh, so, um, it's, thank you so much for coming on this this podcast. Uh, we basically had to just hit play right now because we are having so many cool conversations. Um, so, uh, this is going to be a, a really cool Podcast for a variety of reasons. Um, One is that you're coming down here and you're going to talking about a mixed-use development project uh, at 6400 State Farm Drive, but also just um, your perspective on Roner Park and development because uh, so much of our podcasts here are like beating our heads against these cement walls, being like, why can't, why wouldn't this community want this project? Things of that nature. And Roner Park is one of the communities that really has put in housing elements and have a couple of hotels in and you already have quite a few hotels there and so you have a lot of cool projects going in and uh, I think the community's really already benefited from these but let's dive into it so let's kind of get into it that way. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit uh, you know, uh, about uh, the, uh, the project of State Farm Drive. How did it come about?
1: Yes, thank you. First of all, thank you for the invitation. Sure. And I appreciate the interest in what it is a very important community project for not only Roner Park, but the surrounding area.
2: Right.
1: And the project actually came about many, many years. I mean, this project has been talked about for many years. There's been discussion about having a downtown in Roner Park. If you think about cities and communities, almost any community you visit has a downtown. Right. And that's been a missing piece for that's kind Warner of the stigma
0: Park. around Runner Park. I mean, uh, we sell real estate so that, yeah, that's kind of like what people say is like, oh, it doesn't
1: really have a downtown. So, and, and, and you know, and in it's interesting because when you go visit communities, you know, especially for us that are in local government and uh-huh. are in development is you want to go visit the downtown because it's a different feel from your community. And that's that's missing. So the excitement that this project um, has for the community that is really, really embracing it and wants it is amazing. And, and for us to be in a stage right now where we are trying to procure to uh, hopefully partner with a developer that can help us achieve this dream of this, as you said, mixed use project is amazing to have that opportunity to do it now. We know, and obviously you're in the real estate arena, that it, it could be difficult and there's challenges. Right. But also, I mean, I've heard this, that sometimes when it's not the right time to build, that's the right time to do it. And so we feel that we know it's going it's to take some time mm. uh, to get there, but we know it's not impossible. And and all the support from the city, as you, know, you pointed out, I mean, as a community, you want to work with your development community because we can't do it alone, right. and they can't do it. Uh, alone either, so it truly is a public-private partnership. And right. it's so
2: important because if if a developer looks at a certain community that you know it's that it's so difficult to work with, you're not going to have that attraction for any of them to come to your town to develop a project. You know, with this partnership, I can see so many developers wanting to come and be a part of this because it's truly it's two-sided, and you're really you know trying to make it happen.
1: Absolutely, and you don't know how how important it is. And, and this is why we went with the request for qualification process because we want it to be fair and we want a very transparent process. We want everybody, anybody that's interested in this project to have the same qualifications and the same criteria that any other individual interested in this project will have. For us, right now, the project is shovel ready. So what does it mean to be shovel ready? The city has invested in upgrading the infrastructure there, sewer, water. Uh, we also are actively looking for funding sources to be able to assist. We know that the project's gonna have a housing component, it's gonna have a retail component, a hotel, and then what we see is the heart of that project, which is we're looking for a community square, a community plaza, where we can bring in our community to for to do festivals to do activities movie at the park i mean you name it the excitement right now that we get from the community as far as ideas that they have of what they would like to see there i mean i have seniors saying please build this because we want to buy a condo there we want to live there right and you see to have that excitement and, and to have even our youth that are excited about what are you going to bring in here new for us to enjoy? I mean, that's community support. So for us as a city, you know, and now talking about the city, when you have a developer that's interested, I mean, because they're going to be investing money in here, is how can we make it easy for them? Um, the city has had a reputation of being business friendly. Well, there's a reason. It's we try to make, we are not there to make it difficult for anyone. And we also try to be very clear as to processes so that, you know, anybody walking in is comfortable. I mean, to give you an example with this project, right now, if if once we choose our developer and they have their plans Within six months, they can get their building permits, which when you think about it, it's it's, uh, it's extremely streamlined. And the reason being is because throughout the years, the city has invested a lot of time and energy to get to the point where that project is just ready for somebody to come in and develop
0: right uh yeah i think it's important for our listeners to hear that that often it's that process that often kills projects uh just because because developers often you know um you know in, in the case where they come in and they've they've purchased a piece of land or or have you know a loan on a piece of land it's those holding costs that are really expensive and so municipalities and people know this within you know that like, if they if they can extend the project then they can kill it and so often that happens so it's so it's so uh, uh that's something that i know a lot of places now a lot of cities are trying to figure out how can we streamline this how can we streamline this how can we streamline this so they're like they're, they're a little bit behind the times that way trying to figure out at, um six months is very very fast So it is very fast so, it's so. really gonna
1: be i mean if, if the developer comes in and has their plans ready to go it could be even sooner than that because why because usually where you also have a delay is if you're changing the zone, if, you know, you're doing environmentals, all of that is ready. Right. And a lot of homework, you know, also even for a developer, because you, like you say, I mean, sometimes, and it's unfortunate because we've seen it, is that many in many instances, people buy pieces of property. And they don't check well can i do this project here can is the zoning the proper one right so there's a lot of that also that happens unfortunately right but here again we if you look at the document itself which is available on our city's website there's a lot of links to different studies different uh you know uh, just requirements that we reference throughout the request for qualifications so again the transparency of everything that has been done and we're trying to say, hey, we're ready. It's just who who's gonna come in and work with us,
2: right? I mean, that really should be the model of so many other towns and, and cities where you 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 have a vision of what you want, and then you uh, you have that for the developers to come in and and have that taken care of, uh, rather than you know a developer trying to come in and work around what the community wants, and, and it, that process alone, like you said, can take so long. Um, yeah. I, so cool.
0: It, it is, but we had an int- interesting po- conversation before the cameras rolled. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your vision for this project. We were talking about height and stuff like that, so so building heights, things like that. Can you can you go back into, like, what, what is the vision for this project?
1: Yes. So, so the vision for the project, as, as you, the, the site is very strategically located from many standpoints. Mm-hmm. One is you have the smart train along the east boundary you have Roner Park Expressway which is a major artery for us our, our city and then it's also surrounded by public facilities such as public safety our library is right across the street right. and then you have you know the Interstate 101 which obviously has a lot of uh, traffic so this the site in itself is in a very prime location as you, you see on the conceptual plan there's a hotel that's planned there uh-huh. and Basically the main vision is for us to have a space where we can have the unique shop, the unique restaurant, the a very walkable pedestrian friendly uh, community. Obviously housing is a major component of sure, this. Sure. And you know, is offering those opportunities f- for mixed use. Now, what we have heard loud and clear from members of our community because if if you stand on you know on the corner of State Farm and Roner Park Expressway and you see the site basically you know if you're facing east it's a beautiful view uh-huh. and i think that's just the way Sonoma County is is you have these beautiful views right that because maybe there hasn't been any buildings there we all appreciate that so some of the feedback we have received from the community is they don't want to see high rises which in our area if you look at Roner Park we don't have high you know, high rises. We we All have throughout Sonoma County, exactly. Kind of so like, I, yeah. basically, we you know the highest building really that we have maybe goes four stories. Right. And so in our communications with you know potential developers is sure. we say you can go up to seven stories, but ideally you know if you can stay within four five stories at the most,
0: right.
1: It, it would be great uh, because again is we're trying to appreciate also the natural trying beauty in,
0: yeah.
1: of the community and that goes in line with you know what what we want to see mm-hmm. and and. And, you know, that, that's important for, for us. Right, right.
0: Uh, so uh, we're kind of in, I mentioned this earlier, we're kind of in, I would say, a brutal fight regarding a, a, an overlay in our historic district to get a taller height limit allowed for a hotel here in town to go up to uh, about 68 feet, um, five, five stories mm-hmm. plus a rooftop bar. Um, and and, and uh, uh, we're a proponent for housing. And speaking with developers, you know, it seems that there's a metric... At that 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 six five or six story building that it becomes for for more financially feasible that's mm-hmm. that's what we've heard over and over again. Have you heard any pushback from developers when you've said, hey, we want to really keep it, even though? You can we you, you we, can we do, do allow work. seven we really want to keep the community saying four stories mm-hmm. has anyone has any developer said gosh we need to go one story higher to make this work for us so it, it sounds like you're somewhat flexible on that too we are and, and okay. part of this okay.
1: process and what we've tried to emphasize is that we were being flexible and we would that's really important that's where i want to go with this. absolutely yeah, yeah, that yeah, we so. want to entertain proposals because at the end of the day, you know, I've said this, you know, several times already as we have been presenting the project, that it takes two things for this project to work. One is we need people, right. meaning the developer. We need, obviously, you know, our, our labor to be able to, and our community, most importantly, our residents that are going to go and support those those shops, the restaurants that we're going to have, the amenities that we're going to have there, right. and money. Uh-huh. And, and so yes. we understand that there are certain things where in the pro forma of that particular developer that they're gonna have to see because we understand it's it's a business and it's a business transaction at the end, right? And so I think we we have to be open and the city is open, um, and our leadership, which I think sometimes we don't emphasize that how important it is for your elected body to also embrace this and be supportive. And our elected body is a hundred percent behind this project and wants to see it happen That's because awesome. it's a long time that we've been talking about this. right? And so we're ready to move dirt out there. And so, I, I, you know, the flexibility, and we have emphasized and really stressed this throughout this process, is that there is that flexibility from the city to be able to look at all options.
0: Right, right. Uh, no, that's really cool. That's really cool. You've already touched on this, but could you maybe, like, uh, any, like, cool ideas or favorite ideas you've heard about this project or like maybe even from community or something like that you're like hey i'd really like to see this because is there there any or even if it's crazy and it's maybe not even feasible like is there anything there that you like ideas that you really like so let me
1: tell you something and there's been a business that we and this is just not even in in downtown i think Uh, the community would be so happy if we were to get this is a trader joe's they keep on telling us that uh, they want a trader joe's ideally obviously they would like it in our downtown but as long as we have it in Warner Park, uh-huh. and also, uh, you know, unique restaurants. I mean, we appreciate because I think we have been very uh, successful in being able to attract chain restaurants. You know, we have Red Lobster, we have Olive Garden, so right. we have a lot of the name brands. Apple. And you Ace, have the casinos, which and ha- we have a casino. handful of like, absolutely, nice restaurants and, there. and they yeah. do, and they're they're very successful. Mm. But we all, but people want to see uniqueness. When you think about it, and if you look at your own, you know, kind of. Uh, support of you know certain things is you like to go to that different type of restaurant or that different type of shop that it offers some unique experience that you would mm. normally not see, you know, in, 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 in communities, right? And so, that's also what the feedback that we have received is you know, they want to see entertainment, a wine tasting right. room. Because if you think about it, I mean, we're in wine country, but right. we don't have a wine tasting room in River right, right, Park, right, right? So, these you, you,
0: you know, do have. I gotta give a shout out to okay. Simmer Claw Bar because that is okay. a fun and unique experience, yes, in Park. So, that's true. a great that place true. to go, anyway. So, but yeah. that, those are but, the, but kinds those of the things, type of things that are yeah. limited, right, like, right.
1: I'll give you an example if you right now, I mean, it's, it's very very limited what we have. If you want to say, let's say your your team, your oh. business team, yep. out for a dinner, and you want to have a separate room to be able to have and enjoy a nice time, it's a challenge trying mm-hmm. to find something like that in our city. Right, right. And so, you know, there's there's certain voids there that we have that we hope that you know we're able to achieve with with this project.
2: Certainly, certainly, that makes complete sense that way. Um, Especially from a tourism standpoint, it's it's it is important to have. Those little boutique spots and exactly. and unique spots that um, attract people from all over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, gosh, I I have a lot of questions, but uh,
0: so uh, what's the, the what's the community feedback been overall? Like, uh,
1: just get it built. It's like just start really, right that's now. What... That's what they wanted. They it's like you're behind already. Right. Start right. moving dirt out there and get us this. Right. Because for many reasons, I shared with you that I have even members of the senior community saying we want to be there. We want to be able to walk the site. We want to be able to enjoy all this while we're still alive. Sure. So, you know, so there is a lot of excitement, excitement uh-huh. for the project. Uh like I mentioned, the community square—that space—is being able to. The city does a very nice job of across the street where our public safety building and yes. library is. We do the parties on the plaza during summertime. You know, they want we want to expand that, and so they want to see it happen there. Right. There's there's so much that we're just the community is just hungry to be able to see there it. is
0: yeah like when I was saying earlier that was like kind of the stigma that it doesn't have a downtown but when did you start like the, the, the farmers markets there like COVID messed up my t- my internal clock yes but I feel like it was just maybe a little bit before COVID or something like that that the like the so the, those, those are, events or have been going on there longer yes
1: they've actually been going on for a long even the, time even with like
0: the live music and things like oh, that they, oh, okay. they
1: incorporated obviously as, as you you know it, do events you evolve and you uh-huh. expand and you obviously do more things so they they basically we had the farmers market separately, but right. then it was like you know why don't we bring entertainment and yeah, that that's what has it was. just
0: been <laughs> exactly yeah when that started right. when when did that start so
1: I believe a couple years ago okay. it started because they've been doing it for a while but that yeah. just brought a different element and to the food trucks in and Absolutely. things like that it's and
0: and you could see like incredible. when you talk about like it was so embraced by the community and they wanted Absolutely. it it was it was so much fun I I really feel it was right before COVID and then it, like yes uh, it, it was got, before COVID right but then there was COVID. a pause and there and yeah there was a pause there right because I remember like I was like oh wait we can't go to that now. So um it was a lot of fun too. Mm, absolutely. And, and uh yeah, so expanding that across the street. I just think that's like what what corner of really transition. needs that would be really really good that way. That's really cool. So um uh what are some of the obstacles? It, it sounds like things have gone pretty s- smoothly and you've been set up for this. This is uh which is which is an unusual conversation but what are some of the obstacles that you've had uh, that that you've had during this process? That so way?
1: I'll tell you that some of the challenges, and these are overall challenges, is as I mentioned, this project has been talked about for years, uh-huh. and in many cases with projects like this, like with any development, really the obstacle is whether or not the developer is going to follow through with the project and be able to do it, right, and also be able to have the financial means to be able to do it so those are from the standpoint of what could possibly you know create a barrier to this project it really is that is that we end up not maybe working with a developer that is as committed as we are right and also does not have the financial capacity to follow through Right, right and again we're going back to those two main things that we need which is people and money right so if you don't have that then that's a major obstacle Sure. with sure. a project like this.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and on that note, let's, let's get into a little bit like the housing component on this. What potentially could this project, how many, how many homes could it develop? Things like that. What what what.
1: So we're looking. About? Yes, we're looking at multifamily housing. Okay. We uh, estimate that about 400 housing units are going to go in on the site. The city uh, does own the, the property. It's about 30 acres. And part of when a uh, jurisdiction owns property, we have to comply with a state process known as the Surplus Land Act, mm-hmm. which basically says that you need to provide 20 whatever number of housing you build, 25% of that has to be affordable housing, Uh which for us is not even an issue because Uh we, even if we didn't have that requirement, we would do it because it is very important for us, which you talked about, you know, what community feedback are you getting? So from an employer standpoint, we are getting feedback from local businesses that they would love to have people be able to afford to live within the community they work. Right. So that's very important for us. Uh And so, you know, even without that requirement from the state, we would still do whatever we can to make sure that those units are affordable for really our, our working class
0: sure. individuals. Sure, no, that's great, that's great. So so uh, potentially 400 units uh, and 100, but 100, of them, 100 of them would be affordable great. that way, um, which is which is really important. Uh, Especially it,
2: in, a, in a centralized area near, I mean, a we, we talk about so much about having housing downtown. Right. And, I mean, that's, yeah. that's a perfect place for it. Absolutely. Yeah, and to kind of
0: create that economic uh, center that way. Uh, you know, talking about like mixed use. where here we here we're going to veer off. Um, so so, Runner park has that this unique development of like you, you know uh, when it was put in place. You said that uh, it was designed for every neighborhood to have a park, a pool, And uh, a school, in a school That's for right. for every for every uh, uh, area that way. W- kind of looking at it like from the outside in, you, you know. Uh, it looks a little bit like, you know, you, you have these little neighborhoods that are that are like somewhat isolated, but if you were to change the zoning to more mixed use and allowed more like you know, mixed use projects, mm-hmm. little grocery stores and things in those areas, you have the natural 15 minute neighborhood, like in that sense, like you're almost really set up for it. If you just like sprinkle in some mixed use projects around those, those sections, I mean, they, they could very well Easily become fifteen-minute neighborhoods or neighborhoods that people really, you know, you go downtown for the really cool event, but you you, mm-hmm. you 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 probably may have like you know your your life you know just around there that way. So is that something that you guys are, are talking about as well? I know there's a push for for going for going towards mixed-use projects mm-hmm. in the future, getting away from uh, a single-family zoning. Is that some is that a conversation you're having as well there? So yes,
1: in fact, if you think about it. If you look at, let's just take the downtown site. Right, right. I mean, you are within walking distance of major commercial shopping centers. I mean, sure. you have a grocery store there with Raley's, Safeway. If you... Want to you know go to the library? You're right across the street. There's a lot of already amenities that you have surrounding the site. Right. And if you take other areas, you know, for example, and this is something too that this I mean, you asked about change of zone and zoning right, right. and all that. So if you let me take you to the Costco area, uh-huh. if you look at the Costco area and look at what's surrounding that, you have a combination of hotel right. and also several apartment complexes. Yeah, what a great there. job there. there. And. I'll tell you what people there, because you also have some, you know, uh, grocery stores along there, and so it's within within walking distance. You're already doing it. it, it w- so we're already it's so yeah. from a. But I, I I also believe that it's part of how Roner Park was created, right? Because it was intended for that. It it was basically intended to be more walkable uh-huh. than vehicle centered, and and the downtown you know, one of the unique opportunities, and I think it's a big positive for us in this project is, if you think about the smart line, is we are designing with that in mind. Uh-huh. Other communities perhaps don't have that because it's already built. Right. But for us, you know, we have, we want to integrate them as part of this process right. because they're critical. I mean, if you were to pick up the smart train from the Warner Park station and you get off the smart train I mean the just again, going back to the views, I mean it, it's 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 right there and right right. I mean for us to be able to you know we talked about entertainment and all that, I mean be able being able to pick up the smart train and, and stopping there and you know going and shopping or going and to do um, you know uh, business there or attend one of our events, I mean it, it's it's so strategically positioned um, that it's just ready for again prime for, for development right
0: right. Yeah, no, it, it really is, it really is. Uh, so from here, now you had a public meeting, a mandatory public meeting, can you tell us a little bit about that recently?
1: Yes, so be, what it is, because we have initiated the request for qualifications process, we did a mandatory developer meeting, okay. which means uh, that we asked for any developer that's interested in this project, they needed to attend that meeting. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why we made it mandatory. It's kind of like a job interview. Uh-huh. Sometimes, you know, you're interviewing for a job and you have no idea. You haven't done your research about the company. Right. Or, you know, if you're looking for a job in a you know, local government, you've never visited the city. So you want to know what you're getting yourself into. Right. And for us, it was important, one, that they came to the city and knew who we were, knew where we were located. And not only that, but at the end of, you know, the, the presentation, because we, we held a portion of it at the Roner Park Library, and then from there we went to the site and mm-hmm. we walked the site, right. and I can tell you from the reaction from those that were in attendance, they were like, "Wow, this this is just amazing! It, uh-huh. It's 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 beautiful. I mean, it's it, it's great." So I think it just reaffirmed the, just the vision um, and the potential of the site. Right. You know, so going through a process like this is so critical, especially especially for a development like this is. You want to make sure you do that. You want to make sure that you're able to showcase, you know, your
0: site. Sure, sure. Uh, okay, now I have a whole nother round of questions. Feel free to jump in at any point. So, uh, sorry. So, uh, again, for our audience, like, for the affordable housing component, uh, you know, it takes a special developer that just specializes in affordable housing because it's a very complex field to navigate to make that project come to fruition that way. But, but... I'm just curious, like, what was the makeup of that?
1: those developers? Was it, like,
0: local, regional? Um...
1: So it was a combination. I mean, we right. had a combination. Okay. There was local developers that Very were cool. interested. We had, you know, developers that develop at a regional level, national uh-huh. level, so you name it. I mean, because we, we've been advertising the request for qualifications in different means right. to, you know, cast our net, obviously, you know, as wide as we can. Sure, sure. Because one of the main components, too, for us is that They have experience doing mixed use type of projects because it is a combination of different ingredients that we want to have in that project. And so it is important that we are dealing with people that are experienced, that perhaps have even worked with the city to Uh be able to do these projects. Because even when you work with the city, too, there's certain requirements that you have and certain things that, you know, certain layers that we like, for example, I talked about the surplus land act. You know, there could be people that don't understand that. I mean, you talked about affordable housing developers. Right, it right. is a very specialized area of development. Sure. Because you need to understand the language. You need to understand yes. how to work with the state. And it's how like to, written in German. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so like, you, ha- yeah. yes, you have to ha- And then not only is it when you're acquiring the funding to be able to do it, but it's the ongoing. I mean, when you, depending on the type of housing that you do. If it's for home ownership, then you have a forty-five year restriction that that has to be affordable for forty-five right, years. Right. If it's rental, it's fifty-five years. So you you basically enter in this relationship, you know, with that developer right, for right. the long run. Yes, and but throughout those years, is you have to monitor. You have to make sure that you are, you know, completing. Uh, these uh, monitorings um, that to make sure that the families that are living there are of the right income you have to do income so there's an entire process of management that has to take place that only an experienced developer would be able to handle something like this
0: right right so yeah it sounds like obviously that makes sense that experience is like the number one criteria Uh, i think that probably will answer my next question And I don't mean to put you in the hot seat, so but but like when you're working with like a national developer versus like more of a local developer, um, I mean I would think there's pluses and minuses for working with with both. But have you found it's easier to work with one versus the other that way, or is it just kind of like again comes back to experience and just like a case by case basis? You know,
1: it's both experience and case by case. Okay, because you could have a national developer that has no idea, you know, this is probably the first time they're doing a project like this, so you can struggle with that. You can have a local developer, you know, that may not be as experienced. So it's really a combination, I Uh mean, and, and this is why experience also, you know, part of the criteria is that they've done similar design plans so that we can see, hey, I mean, a major area for us to review is once we get proposals and we look at the different projects that they've done, is part of our review and part of our you know, selection process is going to be going to those projects they've built so that we can also walk them, feel, and say, hey, right. you know what, I don't think I like that. You know, I so we don't, you know, can we look at this differently? That is so important right, because right. you need to make sure that, again, you're, you're dealing with someone that has done this and, and we're not the first project they're gonna be doing.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's, it's you, you've did I read two thousand sixteen or when did this project start? It started a couple of years ago. It's you guys were
1: about twenty years ago. Oh, okay. It so it's started. been that long. That, okay, it's okay. been that long.
0: Uh, how long do you think? Wh- what What's the vision? For how long do you think it'll be take to, to see it to completion? So
1: one? you know, I get that question a lot. And, right. and, and the I way, know that That's a huge it's, moving it's, target. It's like, a big. It's a right. big one because what we foresee happening is perhaps the project is gonna is gonna be done in phases.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Just because of the fact that you know, let's take, let me just take the affordable housing piece. So if you, if you start on that path, you know, in many cases, because you have to compete for tax credits or you have to, you know, you have to rely because those are subsidized projects. Right. They have to be. So they for have to. Audience, in order.
2: The,
0: uh, the yes. only way you can build uh, affordable housing is to have it greatly subsidized. And even then it's difficult. Sometimes you have to have a more expensive housing component to subsidize it. So Absolutely. So, yeah. so they're so highly jump subsidized. Through a lot of exactly. Right. So. so
1: those can take anywhere from, you know, could be two years, three years. So it, 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 takes a, it takes some time to be able to position projects like this. Sure um it, you know it's not unusual to see projects like this you know full build out anywhere from you know 10 you know 15 20 years we hope that it doesn't take that long but in many cases you know it just happens that way and we hope that it doesn't because you know i i started saying in the beginning that this is a shovel ready project usually when you take that long is When you, for example, when you haven't cleared environmental, when you need to do some changes of zones, um, you know, general plan amendments, which in certain cases, sometimes you have community opposition, Mm -hmm. and sometimes those tend to derail projects, and they they delay. (laughs) In this particular case, everything, you know, the zoning is there, the environmental review is there, everything, there's support from the community one of the things too that we have been doing as city staff is we've actually been knocking on doors of our neighbors because you know you talked about community feedback well Uh, you know part of the view and the fact that they want we want to preserve our trees the number one complaint too that people are concerned about is traffic so whenever you have growth it's expected is there's going to be some, some traffic
0: sure,
1: um, and parking and all that. So one of the things that we have been doing is we have been outreaching to our neighbors because we want to make sure that we are, are a good neighbor. explaining because you know we have some shopping centers that are near the site and and they're concerned about competition I mean I think who wouldn't be and so what we have been saying is our intent is to complement you not compete with you because that's not we're only hurting ourselves as as a city so we want to see everybody succeed and what we've been trying to say is there's gonna be synergy here I mean if we bring in 400 housing units that those are families that are going to support your businesses right and so it it, you know it's really a benefit for everybody yes but communication is important and and we have been trying to do that you know take our plan and say hey this is what it's going to be and also listen to their feedback and concerns Mm. because we want to make sure that we take that into consideration
2: right right is there a timeline for proposals to be to the city Uh, as well as obviously that you mentioned the uh the mandatory meetings Is, is there another meeting if say a developer wanted to
1: approach it at this point um
2: afterwards
1: what would the steps be for that so our you know so our information as far as the meeting is concerned obviously is, is online so they could see that what what we foresee happening is it's probably going to take a, a group of, of you know probably developers i mean ideally we would like to work with one developer a master developer sure but they can work with you know obviously our, our sign in sheet for those that were in attendance is available so anybody that may be interested in partnering too they can you know obviously have a conversation with those that were in attendance our request for qualification deadline is January 22nd of 2024 okay. so that's when we get proposals and then we start our review process the, very cool. the the hope and the plan is that by June of 2024 we have somebody selected very cool
0: so that'll be that'll coming yeah that's yeah. quick that's great um, well, again, it seems like a really cool project. Uh, I think it would, it would totally transform, I think, Roehner Park and kind of what it needs, that downtown area, that 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 economic hub that way. Um, is there anything else you'd like to talk about the project that we haven't touched on that way?
1: I, I just want to emphasize that, you know, when we've been talking a lot about development and, and kind of spilling over to the rest of the city, is, you know, the city of Roehner Park just has, you know, and we talked about this earlier, is, you know, we have these major economic engines within the city that are not necessarily within city limits, but in very close proximity. You know, we have Sonoma State University, which we are trying, you know, very hard to have a very good relationship with them Mm -hmm. because we all benefit. I mean, there's no question. I mean, we talked about the hotels and the fact that how you know, they benefit from the fact that, you know, the presence of Sonoma State is within, you know, our community. Mm-hmm. Then we have, you know, the Greaten Casino, which also brings in, you know, a different layer of, of entertainment right. and just amenities that are just, you know, beneficial for our community. And, you know, we have a very strong, just support from the community, whether it's the business community, whether it's our residents, our school district, you know, if, if there's something great about, the city of Roner Park and the community itself is that there's support there from everywhere. Yeah, it's just awesome. a matter of right. asking. Right. And I, I think that's so unique and, and important to highlight because any developer coming into our community can expect that friendliness. I mean we talked about right. the fact that the city's known for being a business friendly and it truly is. Uh-huh. And that's internally too with our staff because you know the faster a business opens the better off everybody is right. you know you're creating jobs you're creating you're delivering a service selling a product and so our goal is really to make it as easy as possible mm-hmm. and i think what what we see here with this project is a reflection truly of what those values of the city are which is that we embrace development you know we want to partner with you and you know hope that at the end we really come up with this vision and and really meet that vision that the community has had for many, many years.
2: Right, right. I think part of the, the being that you made it, you streamlined it so much and made it so friendly for uh, a developer to come in. It shows that, I mean, you had, what, 20, 30 different groups coming in, right. in? And in that, you get so many cool different ideas that you, you probably wouldn't have had if, if the project was so difficult for a developer mm-hmm. to make work. Then you might only get two or three proposals, which in the long, the community is not going to have uh, as cool of a project than like, like what
1: you've done. I mean, you, you just get so much engagement because of how friendly you've made it. And so. and that's our hope is that we, right. you know, once we select someone, I, I shared that, you know, we have a six-month, I mean, time frame, which could be sooner, depending on how quickly they really, you know, work on their plans and submit them to us. I mean, that could even be a shorter period of time. And and like you guys said in the beginning, I mean, it's unheard of. It's unheard of. And, and, and I think it's because we are demonstrating that you know we're ready to move dirt out there on that mm.
0: site. Very cool,
2: very cool. Yeah, it's an awesome project. Certainly.
0: Well, so uh, if a developer is listening to this or a community member, what's the best way to find out more about this project?
1: So we have a very good um, active uh, webpage within our city of Roner Park website. Dedicated just to downtown questions, if people have questions too, they can, you know, we have a designated email address for questions related to downtown, and we will answer those. There's, you know, information there. Uh, Obviously, they can also talk. We have uh, Paul Carey, who's our dedicated senior analyst for this project, or they can definitely also outreach to me. And we would, you know, answer any questions that may come up. Um, again, we're just, you know, hoping that we do get a lot of interest and we do get a very good, solid developer to part with this.
0: Uh, I, I hope you do as well. I think it's a really cool project. I would think that once developers hear about this, that y- y- your door would be beaten down with the people that want to be involved with this because it seems like just a really cool opportunity in California that doesn't really happen very often just because totally. um, you're not having the pushback that way. And it's that, unheard of. Yeah, it's unheard of that way. It really is. Well, um, thank you again so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, uh, maybe in the future we can have an update. You can come back on and talk about, uh, you know, how this is going. Maybe after the uh, the June oh. deadline. Uh, that would be really cool to give us an update and go through that, um, that way. Yeah, so um, uh, well, thank you, uh, Marcel, very much for uh, joining us today. Uh, if everyone uh, enjoyed this, please hit like and subscribe to see future content. And uh, thank you for listening. See you guys later. See you next time. Thank you. Welcome to the Live podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit like and subscribe.